Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the show. So go ahead and tell us who you are and a little bit about what you do. Hey, everyone. So I am Kenya Kelly, a branding and marketing consultant for KenyaKelly.com. And basically what I do is I help people with any kind of creative idea that they have. And I take those ideas and strategically help them build businesses and brands online um, and make them profitable. That sounds really fun, especially, you know, I'm sure with everything going on, people are trying to transition to online businesses and, you know, people that were already trying to do it, maybe trying to launch faster. I'm not sure, but um, it sounds like that's something that maybe keeps you busy. Yeah. It's, you know, I thought I would slow down with the stay at home <laughs> order, but I've sped way up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's some people that are kind of, you know, um, winding down and resting and things like that. And then there's the whole, there's the whole other population that is speeding up and kind of has more to do than ever. Right. Exactly. Yep. So with that, how did you maybe find yourself in that career path? Um, What are some of the greatest lessons that you've learned so far in that process? Yeah. So, you know, I have been in sales pretty much my whole life. I mean, in elementary school, I was buying candy for five cents and selling it for 25. Uh, But I ended up getting into network marketing like when I was I think I was like a sophomore in college, which forced me to learn about business, self-development, building a team, getting in front of people. I realized I had this kind of charismatic personality that I didn't know was effective. And so I started like really developing that gift. Eventually, I got into advertising sales with the local newspaper and was helping them make millions of dollars a year. But I had this creative mind where I could see pictures and just all this stuff. And I just had this entrepreneurial spirit in me. So as a black woman, I pretty much had cut off. I mean, had um, relaxed my hair my whole life. But one day I decided I wanted to grow my hair out natural. And because I didn't know what I was doing, but I had the creativity on my side, I decided to, to host my first natural hair conference in Virginia. And first event had like 1500 people. But the biggest thing that happened was not just the money and the people was all the major brands started asking me who designed my website, who designed my marketing materials. How do I, how do I have the quote unquote audacity to do something in this arena with no experience? And I realized that I had this visual, creative, strategic mind um, for creativity, even if I didn't know the field that I was in. So fast forward, uh, live stream came out and a friend of mine was doing online coaching on Periscope. And so I booked a one-on-one call with her and she kept telling me, you don't need to focus on this. You need to focus on you and your brand. You've got this whole thing going on. But I never considered that. I knew I knew what I knew. I had years of experience, but I never thought that people would want to buy from me as a person. But 
I launched out anyway and started teaching online and people started demanding things from me that I didn't have to sell. They wanted us to design their brands and do all this stuff. And I was sending them to other people and those people weren't paying me. So at one point I said, Kenya, you is a fool if you don't create your own business. (laughs) And so, you know, we launched If You Branded September 2016 and hit 10 grand our first month. Wow. Okay. So, so you were kind of dabbling in some other things, working for other people, but you know, everyone else was pointing at you saying, Hey, like there's something here that you're not, (laughs) that you're not tapping into um, quite fully. Yeah. And then you decided to go out on a limb on, on your own. And it sounds like it's been successful. Yeah, it has. I mean, it's been a a road. I mean, because when you do anything that's new to you, you're like, it's a crazy learning curve. So I've had uh, great days and I've had awful weeks and months. (laughs) You know, it happens. It happens. Yeah. So so what are some of the greatest lessons in, you know, nuggets through that process? You know, so the, the number one thing that I always talk to people about first is being strategic when quitting your job, which is why I ended up writing the book, because we get so excited about this idea, about this business idea. And we hire these coaches who are excited about us and our idea. And we and them push us out of our full-time jobs too soon. Uh, Most people don't realize that you spend 20 years learning how to get a great job. You learn one area of business and that's your job. And you decide to go into entrepreneurship. Well, you better run a whole operation, which means you're back in kindergarten as it pertains to building a business. But most people don't teach you that. And so I quit my job too soon years ago when I was in network marketing and I watched hundreds of people do the same thing. And even in the online space, watching all these people quit their jobs too soon because this coach or guru said, quit it in 90 days or whatever, but not realizing that you don't just quit your job. It's not an event. It's a strategic plan. Definitely. Yeah. I think that a lot of people, you know, I say that if you're, if your full-time job isn't your passion or what you want to be doing, then come up with a plan to phase out of that. Yeah. But you know, it's not for everyone to just jump ship and, you know, try to see what happens, try to see if you'll swim. Um, And it makes sense with that evidence that you're saying is that there's, we get taught how to have a job or how to work for someone else. Yeah. And so once you start trying to be an entrepreneur, one, it's so tough that it could make you want to quit anyway. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, and two, we, you may not have the, the, the time on task or the history or the, or the length of time and wisdom to be as successful, um, just starting a business out of nowhere, even with a coach, you know, right. um, and that's not to downplay coaches or anything like that, right. but it's really looking at your specific situation and what it looks like and how you can thrive through the transition, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I'm a coach, so I know the, you know, about working with people, you know, but I feel like, what hap- what's happened to a lot of people is they're not hearing the ugly truth, right? You know, we're in a generation of make everything look good and then you can make a lot of money. But I feel like we can do people a disservice and do ourselves a disservice if we're not truly honest about 
what do I really know? And what do I don't know? You know what I mean? And then telling people, hey, here is here is what I actually went through. And here's the steps I want you to take so you don't go through that. You know, it's very vulnerable to tell the world, hey, I really didn't know what I was doing. And I did this, this, and I failed. I did this and almost got sued. And I did this, you know, um, but when you give people the kind of ugly truth or people just allow themselves to be completely honest with themselves and where they are, that's when people can be successful. So it's not just the coaches, it's us as the entrepreneurs. Definitely. Yeah. I think that we, when we're watching someone or we see someone that's successful, we kind of uh, gloss over what they must've had to do and endure to get to that place. Um, And we sometimes compare ourselves to that person. Like, why aren't I there yet? Or what am I doing wrong? Um, And we're not facing that ugly truth. Like you said, that's a really significant piece of the puzzle for sure. I love that. Yep, Exactly. So on a different note, what qualities would you say, a person that is, you know, successful in the businesses that you help people with, what qualities or characteristics do they share? Um, I would say, number one, a person is coachable, meaning that they don't only just invest the money, but like when you give them homework, they do the homework. When you come to them and you're asking them, um, what's going on with them, you know, what they're doing right, what they're not, what they're not, uh, what they're doing wrong. Uh, and you give them feedback, whether it's positive or constructive, these people take it. They're not, um, they don't necessarily quit you as a coach just because you said something that they don't agree with or that they want, didn't want to hear, or you said it in a way that they didn't like it, you know? Um, so I would definitely say coachable Two, I would say someone who is disciplined and discipline is learned. You know, I, I feel like if you're going to be an entrepreneur, um, you're going to be working from home. So no one's going to tell you when to wake up. No one's going to tell you that you have to work all day today. So you need people that are already disciplined or you have to develop the discipline uh, to be a successful entrepreneur. Um, two, I would say someone who is willing to do the work because in the entrepreneur space today, like as a solopreneur, you're doing a lot of different things. And so many times people want to post and profit. Like I want to post on Instagram, post on Facebook and make a million dollars. But the truth is they got to build a brand, build a website, build the opt-in, the lead page, uh, the system, the funnel, they have to do all these things. And so it's someone who's willing to say, okay, what all needs to be done and they're willing to do it, you know. Um, in addition to that, because I'm a Christian entrepreneur, I feel like that people need, you need some kind of guide. You need someone that is guiding you beyond yourself um, because it's going to get really tough, right? It's going to get really, really hard. Even if you make a million dollars your first year, at some point in time, you're going to turn a curve and you're going to be like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? How do I scale? How do I do this? Or whatever, you're going to need somebody guiding you. And I'm talking about a spiritual guide because when you have those tough moments and you want to quit, when the money's not coming in or it's coming in too fast or people are quitting or people trying to sue you or whatever, you're going to need that centered thing that is keeping you grounded that you can rely on because people are amazing. I absolutely love people, but people can't save your soul and people can't bring you peace when everything is in chaos or when you're having this incredible success and you don't know who to share it with. It's like you you need you needed some kind of spiritual guide too. Listen, everyone that is listening to this episode needs to rewind it about a minute <laughs> and then get a notebook 
and start taking notes if you weren't already. Yeah. Um, those are some serious gems that you're that you're dropping right now. And I think that those those characteristics and that mindset transcends being an entrepreneur, right? That's about that's about your personal development. Totally. And your integrity and your character. And I think that could be helpful for anyone um, that, you know, is a, is a, a parent or a partner yeah. or, you know, has a job with a corporate um, agency or something like that. So those are things that I, I think that anyone could really benefit from taking a look at and figuring out what areas that they can do a little tune up in. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I'm glad you said that about the, 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 the partner, like what my favorite, well, my second favorite chapter in my book is uh, talk to your spouse. And that's people that have a full-time job that want to quit. I go off in that, on that chapter talking about how you don't just get to quit your job because you want to, if you've got a wife or a husband and kids, and now you want to do this whole new endeavor, you don't get to just do it because if you do, you change up everything going on in your house without the buy-in of everybody in your house. Yeah, that could really land people in a tough spot to not to not have that conversation. Yes, to yes. not look good. So, yeah, I've yeah, watched many good. people go through divorce because of it. Definitely, it's easily could be something that splits people and becomes a divide. Yeah. Um, and and that's something that you know is preventable. Yeah. You know, I think that if there's things that we can prevent from from relationships and families being broken up, then yeah. we should be doing our best to do that. But people maybe lack the guidance or um, understand the plan. You know, you were saying the strategy yeah. to help them do it in a way that's not destructive to their right. Life. Exactly, their whole life. Yes. So then tell us a little bit, you're mentioning your book. So tell us a little bit about your book so that we, so we know what you're referring to. Yeah. So I wrote a book. It's called Before You Quit Your Job, A Strategic Guide for Entrepreneurs. And basically since my, all my years in network marketing and sales and all that, I just watched so many people quit their jobs too soon because they don't really realize what it takes to be an entrepreneur. And so I go into like my favorite chapter is called Hustling Isn't Just for Drug Dealers. (laughs) And I basically talk about how there's this concept that I came up with, which is called the job, the dream and the hustle that everybody should be working a full time job so we can pay your bills. That your dream, that's the ultimate business you want that's going to give you financial freedom, time, freedom, all of that. But the middle thing is the hustle and the hustle is what's going to fund your dream. Because so many people think, oh, I'll work my job and I'll take my extra on my job and start my business. But that's not, it's like your job isn't meant to pay you enough to help you start a business. And so most people, before they build their dream business, have to work some type of side hustle for six to nine months and take that money and put it towards building their business. And so just that chapter alone, many of my readers go, why has nobody told me this? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe people don't know how to actually articulate it, but the average person that has learned through college and school, how to have a job has no idea how to think like an entrepreneur, how to behave, how to save, how to invest. Um, And, you know, one of the chapters is talking about friendships. People get so upset that they got this new endeavor and that all their friends aren't buying, all their friends aren't coming to their events, all their friends, all their friends. And I have to explain to them, well, just because you changed or got something new doesn't mean everybody has to be on board with what's going on with you. They still love you. And because they are operating on plan A and you're now on plan B, it doesn't make them less valuable 
You need to add some a plan B friends to your life so that they can relate to you so you don't mess up your plan A friends. And so it's, it's really just helping people to think like you're supposed to think like an entrepreneur and not just being willy nilly and end up homeless in six months. Definitely. Yeah. I think that that's, those are all sounding like things that people don't talk right. about um, when someone is kind of diving into entrepreneurship. Like you mentioned, you've been, you've had that mindset since you were right. a kid. Right. And I'm, I assume you've kind of honed it and, you know, tuned it as you've right. gone, but some people maybe don't have that natural instinct of an entrepreneur, right. but it's not that you can't learn it. You just need to know what those components are and develop them over yeah. time. Yeah. Now, the friendship piece, I think, is so significant because, you know, I know that I've had friends that you know, will reach out and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry I couldn't make it to this or that. And I'm like, it's OK. Like, I'm not showing up to your job, like, <laughs> you know, on a regular basis. Like, you know, hey, how are you doing? Like, it's it's my right. work. So I don't expect for my friends to be there because they may not be my target right. audience. They may not be who this thing is for in the first place. Now, if they're there, that's wonderful for them to support me. But to not have this this thing in the back of your mind that you're expecting people to be there, because do you show up to your, how often do you show up to your friend's jobs? And you're like, oh, how are right. you doing? And are you buying all the things that they're selling <laughs> at their job? Because if you're not, then don't expect it back. <laughs> right, exactly. Wild. I love it. That sounds like a really good book. We'll ask you how we can get a hold of it okay. at the end so we can make sure to support you. Um, okay, so with all of that, all of your experience, the different fields that you've you know worked through and where you're at now, what brings you the most joy, whether it's at work or just in life? Like, what brings you joy? Um, so I'm really obsessed with cats, right? So I have three cats. <laughs> so in my personal life it's probably rolling around the floor playing with my cats um but i would say as a whole it, it i would say it's the new transition that i've made in my business so periodically i'll hear the holy spirit tell, tell me to move sell everything and move and so i was in houston and i heard the holy spirit through dreams visions and all this stuff telling me it's time to pack up and move to california and go to this huge mega church uh, in redding california called bethel and I said, okay. So I came and within days of being here, I went to a conference and it's called the creativity conference, which is like a prophetic creative conference. And during my time being there, I heard the Holy spirit say creative consulting. And I was like, what? And he's a like, creative consulting. And I knew what he meant. He meant prophetic consulting. And I was like, no, 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 I cannot go and tell the world. Hey, I hear Jesus. I'm going to help you with your business, <laughs> you know, but I was like, okay, so sure. And I just kind of started putting it out on social and I had my first call and I could hear for the person. And I was like, wait, really? Then I had this event with like four people and I could hear for all of them in the room. And I just kept doing that. And now it'll be a year in May when I transitioned my business to creative consulting. And what I've experienced on my calls is just, I mean, it's beyond amazing. Because one, the Holy Spirit doesn't want to just help them with their business. If they're on the phone, he's going to talk to them about whatever he wants to talk to them about and not just about money making. I've watched people grow. I mean, this one, the biggest one I've had was a grown man. He was had to be in his late 40s, early 50s. And he was so angry with God, but wanted to build his business. And I just said, hey, can I stop you and tell you what I feel like the Lord is saying? 
And he said, yeah. And I said, I feel like you're angry with God because this hasn't happened and this, this, and this. This man broke down crying on the phone. And I'm sitting there like trying not to lose my mind control on this call, but just listening to this man sob. And it was like, King, because you said yes, he gets this breakthrough in his emotions to be able to be this giant of a man he's called to be for this community of people and all this stuff, you know, and, and then helping him with the strategies. And I'm just like, well, who am I to hear for people? And I just feel like the Lord is like, you're a Christian. All y'all can hear. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're just choosing mm-hmm. to do it in the marketplace. So it has, it's changed how I do my whole life because I'm like, if people are booking these calls with me, I need to make sure that my heart is right. I need to make sure I'm walking in forgiveness and I'm walking in purity and have good character. Like, and it's just, it's changing me more than it's changing everybody else, to be honest with you. Definitely. Yeah. I think that you can't help, but but be transformed yeah. Um, yeah. once you start walking toward and living yeah. in your purpose. You can't avoid it. There's no, <laughs> you know, it, the person that is living in your purpose and fulfilling it is not who you start out right. being, you know? Um, and you have to accept that and be able to let go of who you used to be yeah. and what you used to do in yeah. order to, you know, break through. But yeah, I think that a lot of people will try to separate things out and pretend like, you know, the right hand doesn't right. affect the left. And um, it sounds like that's what you, you're able to kind of help your yeah. clients with is helping regardless of what area it's in, that breakthrough is needed in order for them to find their exactly. purpose and live in it. You know, I love that. So you kind of mentioned already, you know, some of what helps to motivate you and keep you going. What is it that when you feel stuck or defeated, um, or lost that, that you do, um, that maybe you haven't already mentioned. Yeah. So one of the things that I started doing, I think about a year or two years ago, um, is waking up early in the morning to pray, read, and to write in my journal. Now that was not my life. Um, but I had this longing for more and like more of a connection with something to help me to process me, what's going on with me, get all these feelings out. Um, but in addition to that, I went through a divorce six years ago. And when I was going through divorce, I, this prophet kept telling me, get a journal and write. And I'm like, I'm not a writer. What are you talking about? But I have found when I was writing out all of my feelings, positive and negative and crazy feelings, um, when I wrote them out, I was feeling better. It was like I was pouring out of my heart in a great, in a good place that wasn't, it wasn't social media. It wasn't somebody's text message. And I could just get this stuff out and I could heal. So from a business standpoint and a personal standpoint, every morning I wake up, feed my cats, of course, and I just write out all of my feelings in my journal. Now, listen, if the robbers ever got into my house, they can take everything that they can't take the journal. There's too much information in there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> some crazy stuff in there, but it's, it is what it is. Um, but I let it all out. Like I hold nothing back if I don't curse, but if I need to, I will write it. And the journal to just get it out. And I have found myself just having so much more peace, so much more joy. And then when I finish writing, I just cry. I normally just start praying and I just cry. Even if it's just happy tears, I just cry and let out the emotions. I say how I feel 
if whatever it is. And if it's negative, then I will say, but I receive peace. I receive joy. I receive prosperity. I receive love. And I just receive everything opposite of what I'm feeling. And I don't always feel better immediately, but usually by midday, I feel like I'm on top of the world because I've allowed myself to emotionally process every single day. And it's not with a counselor, not with a person, even though I do go to counseling. Um, I just, I do it every day. So I'm not holding on to anything. And that that's been great for all aspects of my life. You know, I think it was Les Brown that talked about ships floating in water and why they float is because the water's yeah. on the outside. And if too much water gets on the inside, then that's right. going to take it down, mm-hmm. you know? And as people, we can only stay afloat when we can keep things yeah. on the outside. When too much gets on the inside, then exactly. that's going to take us down. And what it sounds like is that you have a process, because I ask people, like, you have to drain yourself of of guilt, of shame, of anger, of resentment, of whatever it is that's filled you up. And you, it sounds like you have a process you know, now that's daily where you're draining yourself of whatever it is that maybe, you know, is there, or sometimes you start writing and you didn't even know something was there. Um, but it comes Mm -hmm. up, you know? And so that process of having a daily, just uh, draining of a detox of whatever might get in your way a year down the line, five, 10 years down the line, is making you better equipped to kind of handle the day-to-day and and the things that come up. So that's really... Yeah, thank you so much. So then what would be, you know, if you had one thing to tell someone um, to help them live a more fulfilling and satisfied life, what would you say? Um, Here comes the pastor in me. Um, uh, (laughs) I would definitely say, uh, because I I don't know if people are all Christian listening to this, but you've got to get connected to the creator, the the creator of the universe, the creator of the world. Um, And not just from this religious experience, like this church experience. I love church, but not just from that experience, but it's like, really, you've got to get connected back to who am I? Why was I created? Mm -hmm. Why am I here? Not what does my mama say? My daddy say the guys, the girls, not what I say, but like, what is really going on with me and why am I here? Because if you don't know why you here, you will take dishes and put dishes in the uh, washing machine to be cleaned versus in the dishwasher. Right. And so you will operate your whole life doing all this stuff or being whatever this is and never actually feeling fulfilled. But and I'm not talking about, oh, you got to, you know, repent. And this is no just really allowing yourself to get back connected or just get connected in general with figuring out why in the world am I here? Who am I? And how does the creator see me? You know, I remember when I went through divorce, it was like as if I died. I mean, it sounds really sad and depressing. And it was, I couldn't figure out who I was anymore. Like, what was the purpose of my life? I mean, all this stuff. And I just could not see myself. I I just thought I was the ugliest thing, the fattest thing, the worst person in the world. And it wasn't until I was just like, why am I here? And I just kept seeing this picture of Wonder Woman. And I was like, I don't know who you're talking to because that is not me. But he just kept saying, you're Wonder Woman. You're my beloved. You're this and you're this and you're this. And I'm like, whatever. I don't feel like that. If I'm all that, how come he didn't want me? And after a month, two months, three months, six months, I started feeling this like, 
awareness of I'm actually better than I thought. Like the, the end of that is not the end of me. And everything that my mom, grandma, whoever said that I was is cool and all. But now I have this whole new picture of myself. Like the, the men that I would pick today are, are not the men that I would pick when I was married, when I, you know, back in the day when I picked my ex-husband, because the way that I look at myself now, you know, like my friends and just all these different things. And so my biggest thing is you've got to figure out who you are. And that's just having regular conversations with whether it's God you believe in, the creator, whatever. Um, and I, I promise you, when you start having this conversation and someone talking to you about who you are, it changes everything. It changes how you look at your job, your husband, your wife, your every everything, because you come into an understanding of who you are and why you're here. And now you get off of the other road and get on the right road you're supposed to be on. That's definitely important. I think that, you know, you said ugly truth earlier on. And it's scary to sit and face yourself and really get real with what you've been thinking about yourself, what Mm -hmm. you've been saying to yourself um, and things that we say, you know, I'll have clients and I'll have them say out loud the things that they say to themselves in their mind. And when they start saying it out loud, they're like, right, sound too good, you know, and I'm like, exactly, you know, then then let's look at that. It is what it is, but let's look at it and see what you want to replace it with. But, you know, if you're looking for your purpose, then you got to look for it. People want it, and I think that they maybe want it handed yeah. to them, or they think that it's like it's gonna drop, it's gonna drop on you someday. Or, but if what if that's what you want, then you gotta search. go and search for it. And it, you might search and not come up with nothing that day. It's like going fishing. You can go fishing right. and not catch any fish. Exactly. <laughs> and then you catch a tiny little one mm-hmm. on Sunday, you know. And so you you might have to go out and search and know that you might come up with nothing for a while, but you searching is going to lead right. you to it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Eventually. Same thing happened for you and Anne happened for me. We had to search. Oh, <laughs> search and searching. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I still got to search mm-hmm. every day, but it's much easier. It gets easier over time. Once you know what you're doing and how to do it, you journaling, exactly. that's you searching every day, right? Um, it's got to be an ongoing mm-hmm. process for sure. So where can we find you? Where are you most active? Yeah. So um, I have my website is kenyakelly.com. Of course, K-E-E-N-Y-A-K-E-L-L-Y.com. I'm on all social medias. My favorite is probably uh, Facebook and Instagram, but I've just started really going, going viral on TikTok all the time. So if you ever want to see this whole other fun side of me, TikTok is where you can find all that. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. I still don't have one, but I'm like, am I going to? Oh, yes, honey. Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate you taking some time to come and drop some serious gems for us. Definitely, definitely appreciate you for that. And we will make sure to support you. I'm going to have to go get your book. Even though I'm already an entrepreneur, I'm sure there's some stuff in there I could still pull from and learn. So I'm definitely going to support you in that way. And Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. 
If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.